So uh, this is the second part, base. Rabbi Barkana Posach, Rabbi Barkana opened up. When he started to give the drusha on the Eicha, he started as follows. He started with the verse in Yirmiyahu, Perik Tes, Posach Yud Beis. The verse says like this, Mi ha'ish ha'chacham v'yoven ezois, who is the man who is smart, will understand this, and somebody to whom Hashem's mouth has spoken, let him say, Why did the land get lost? This is a posting It's become deserted like a desert with nobody passing by. So Hashem says, They neglected my Torah. Asher nasati lifneim that I've given before them, v'leishamu bekoili they didn't hearken to my voice, v'leiholchuba they didn't follow, they didn't go in the ways of the Torah. Tani Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai, so Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai learned, imra isa ayores nitloshes mimekoyim beeris Yisrael. If you see that there are cities that have been uprooted in from their place in Eretz Yisrael. So you should know that the reason is because he didn't support the payment of the soifrim, the scribes or teachers. Those who duplicate, read it over again, as they will say soon, we have to learn the Torah over and over again, day and night. And they didn't want to pay for them, so that's why those cities got uprooted. Because the Pasik says, this is based on the Pasik we just said, Almo of the Horus, why did the law why did the land get lost? By Yemen Hashem, Allah's Mr. Rossi, Hashem says, because they neglected my Torah. Zog ah? No, Sefri means that the Chachomim that, that teach. That's what in, the, in this context. We'll see in a minute, we'll see that. The Gemara relates Rabbi have Mishalikh Rabasi Vil Rabami. Rabbi would send the two uh, Rabasi and Rabami, the Yafkun v'yitaknun karaitu da'arad Yisrael. They should go out and they should fix a city in Eretz Yisrael. V'havin alun l'karaita. So they went up to the city. V'amrin l'hoin. And they said to the people, they wanted to fix the city. So they were looking for the guards of the city. Aisilon karta, bring us the guards of the city. Not to confuse with this Nturikarta. But Nturikarta meaning those who guard the city. But here too, So they brought him the head of the police and the head of the, uh, the chief of the different people in charge. So he said to them, to the people that brought them, these are the people, Ilain Nturikarta. These are the people that guard the city. These are the ones that destroy the city. Because usually these people in charge, they would take bribes, they would be uh, uh, not fair, and they wouldn't do. Those are not the people that guard the city. So he said to him, So who are the guards of the city? So these are no good. So who are the guards of the city? So he said to him, Those are the Seifrim, the scribes, and those who repeat again. They uh, study, and they duplicate, 
They keep the Torah by day and night. Those are the people that guard the city. Why are they called Mishnim? Because the Pasuk says in Yeshua, it says, You should put study in the Torah by day and by night. That's what's called Mishnim. So there's also, he brings us support, there's also a Pasuk in Tehillim, which supports this idea that the real people that guard the city are the people that learn Torah. Because the Pasuk says in Tehillim, If Hashem doesn't build the home, then in vain do those builders put effort into that home. If God doesn't guard the city, in vain is the guard diligent trying to watch the city isn't going to help you. So you need Hashem to watch the city. How do you get Hashem's help? Those are the people that learn Torah. They merit to benefit the help of Hashem. Says the writer, in the name of Rav said, we find that God has forgiven, or he's, he, he said okay, he was okay, the fact that the Jews, they violated Avedis Kechavim, that's idol worships. Valgilu Arayis, and that's uh, relationships that are prohibited from the Torah. Val Shvichus Domim, and even for pouring blood. But still, Valayviter Al Shel Torah. But the fact that they held the Torah repugnant, they didn't study the Torah, Hashem did not forgive for that. What do you see? Because you know, in those days, the Jews were guilty of various different kinds of sin before the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. But what does the Pasuk say? When the Pasuk says, Al-Mosh, Al-Avdahoretz, it says, why did the land get lost? Does it say, Al-Avedus Kechom, Sivkan? It doesn't say because they violated all these three very uh, most serious offenses, which is the only reason why it says it because they neglected the Torah. So we see that Hashem has okayed, even though He's forgiven them. He was mevater, He was okay, but not for Torah. They said, Ksiv. The Pasik in Yirmiyahu, Perik Tezayim, Pasik Yiralov says like this, Ve'oisi o'ezovu, they neglected me, Ve'estoirosi lo'ishamoru, and they didn't keep my Torah. It's a little strange, it would seem, because if they neglected Hashem, so who cares about the Torah? You know, almost it's easy. They don't, they neglected Hashem, so of course. But that's why he says No. The Torah says, "V'oisio zavu." Okay, halavai oisio zavu. But the Torah says, Even if they neglected me, they neglected Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But still, I wish the Torah they would keep. It's a whole separate thing that they didn't keep the Torah. Why? So, what's the worth of the Torah if they don't keep? They don't. They neglect Hashem. Metoich shoyu misaskim ba because they would occupy themselves in it. Hamoir shaboho yomachzinun lemutav. The luminary that it consists in the Torah would have brought him back to good. Rabbi Huna Omar, Rabbi Huna says, 
study Torah even though it's not for the proper intention for the sake of Hashem. That because from not the Shema comes the Shema. Many times the Taichi is from the inside of the Shema comes to the Shema. Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. That every day and day there is a voice that comes out from the Mount Choydif and announces Woe to the creations from the embarrassment of the shame of the Torah because they neglect the Torah, don't study the Torah. Shmuel Shmuel learned it in the name of Rabbi Shmuel Barami. When could the government make a decree and that decree should be successful against the Jews? When the Jews throw the words of the Torah to the ground, then they're successful. This is the posik, the meaning in the posik in Daniel, Periches Posikut Beis. It says, in the army, which references the, as we'll see in a minute, represents the governments, the Goisha governments, Tinosin, uh, they will be given to them, the Jewish people, Al Hatomid, uh, those who constantly are supposed to learn Torah, Befesha for the negligent. The way he types, Ain't who is the army that represents the governments of the Goyim, Shenemar, as the post says in Shaykh of Dalit, Yifkoid Hashem. Al that Hashem will remember for the army of the Morim, Bemorim, which means the governments that they do bad for the Hatomid Elu Yisrael. That's Rav Nisod Iksiv, because we quoted before in Yeshua Aleph Ches Vagisa Bayom Alaylo. Bepesha Bepshur Shal Torah. Bepesha means for the negligent of Torah. Kozman Shemelchus Yisrael Mashlichim Divratayl Ares. For as long as the Jewish people throw the words of Torah to the ground, they neglect it. So then the government makes decrees and is successful. Shenemar, as the Posik says in Daniel, Periches Posikut Beis, it says, Vatashlech Emes Arzo. That when you throw down the truth, and the truth here is referring to uh, Torah, so. If you throw emes to the arzo, then is when the, the, the goyim are successful. Be'ain emes alotoyda. When it says emes, it says toyda shenemar. In Mishnah of Gimel, it says emes kunei valtimkar. Emes is referencing toyda. Acquire toyda, don't sell. Imishlachto divrei toyda la'oretz. If you throw the words of toyda to the ground, meyad hitzlichom hamalchus. So immediately the government is successful. That's why it says in the Posik, in Daniel Ches, Posik it says, That is the reference, second part of the Posik. In the first part of the Posik, we said that when the Jews dropped the Torah. So then it says, That means that the uh, nations were successful in their decrees against the Jewish people. Amar Rav Yehuda ben Pazi says Rav Shuvah ben Pazi the pasuk in Eshaya Periches pasuk Gimel says Zonach Yisrael Toiv if the Jews neglect the good which is referencing Torah again Oyev Yirdefoy the enemy will chase him Shenemar Kilekach Toiv Ve'ain Toiv Elotoyra 
So when we say neglecting good, good is referencing Torah. Why? Because the Pesach says, It says, For a good purchase I've given to you, that's referring to the Torah. That there were no greater philosophers for the nations of the world like Bilam ben Ba'ir, and this other one, his name is Avinumos Hagardi. So the nations said to them, Are we able to start up with this people? Are we able to start up with the Jews? So they said to them like that. Go and circle in their places of gathering. If the children are chirping with their voices, then you will not be able to overcome them. But if not, then you will be able to overcome them. For if their father has promised them and told them, the voice is the voice of Jacob, and the hands are the hands of Esau. For as long as the voice of Yaakov will be in the places of gathering, in the shuls, and in the study halls, in the Batim Edrashis, then there is no hands of Esau. But as long at the time when there is no chirping in the voices of the Kol Yaakov, in the uh, shuls, in the Kinesis, place of gathering, Batim Edrashis, in the study halls, so we find in the Posig, in the Posig, in Yeshayahu, Perik Hei, Posig Chavdalad. So there the verse says something very strange. The verse says like this, Just like straw eats the tongue of fire. A tongue of fire eats straw, not the other way around. Straw doesn't eat fire. Uh, we'll see. And then it says, uh, and the worry of a flame. So the straw will eat the fire, will, will eat the The worry of the big flame, Yerape, uh, will soften. Not to worry about the big flame also, will make it soft. Shorsham Kamak Yia, the roots. Uh, will be, uh, I'm not sure exactly the word, the mak, I don't know what it means, to look it up. But let's see, in the context of here, and their flower will go up like dust. So what does it mean? Is there then a straw that eats fire? But it's the other way around. The fire eats the straw. And you're saying here, like a fire eats, like a straw eats the tongue of fire. Elo, kash is the basis of This is a metaphor. Kash is the house of Esav. Shenemar in Poskin Avadia Parukalif it says, "Vehoyo beis Yaakov Eish." The house of Jacob, Yaakov, is like fire. Ubeis Yosef Lahova, and the house of Yosef. Is like a flame. Ubeis Esav lekash, and the house of Esav will be like straw. 
So in that posse, in that context, is actually that all of Esau has no chance against Yaakov and against Yosef. Because Yaakov is the fire and Yosef is the lahava, and he's like a straw. So therefore we say like this. L'shoin Eish, so here in our posse, when it talks about the tongue of fire, it's Zabes Shel Yaakov. Uh, that is the house, uh, and here the Pasuk is saying that actually the Goyim are going to be successful. They're going to be able to burn the house of Yaakov, this, which means that the straw, Esav, is going to burn, L'shoin Esav, that's basically Yaakov, that he's going to burn, V'chashash Lohova Yirape, and the flame, he's going to soften, which means again, he's going to, over the basis shall Yosef, he's going to overcome basis Yosef. Shorshom kemak, I think mak means when it thizzles, when it gets dried out. It's called the mak, which means the roots, the roots that the Yidden are trusting in the roots in Avram Yitzchak Yaakov Elo Oves Shem Shor Shem Shel Yisrael. They are the roots of the Yidden. Opircham kaavok yale, and their flowers will go up like dust. Elu hashvotim Shem Pircham Shel Yisrael. Those are the tribes. They're the flowers, the blossoms of the Eden. So all these will be overpowered by uh, this uh, kash. Mipnei For what reason? The Apostle says in Yeshaya, Heichav Dalet, Ki mo'asu es Hashem tzvokis. For they have disgusted the teaching of Hashem tzvokis. Ves imres kodesh Yisrael niyatsu. And the sayings of the Holy of Israel, they were Menites. Omer of Yudam, what does it refer to? That refers to the written Torah. They have uh, discussed it. That's referencing to the oral Torah. As soon as they threw the words of Torah to the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yechon started to lament of them. Eicha, that comes Eicha because of all this. This is the reason for the destruction. Says the Vayter, Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Shimon, Lokish, Rabbonon. There were three interpretations: one by Rabbi Yechonon, one by Rabbi Shimon ben Lokish, and one by the Rabbonon. Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yechonon says, we can equate this Lamelech to a king. Shahoyu loishnei bonim. He had two sons. Koas al harishoyin. Now he's, 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 he's equating now the destruction and the exile of the ten tribes first, and then the kingdom of Yehuda second. So it says there was a king who had two sons. He got angry at the first one, not less Hamakal. So he took the stick, and he beat him with it, and he sent away the exile. Omar. The king said, Woe to this child. From what peace was he exiled? He had everything over here. Now he's exiled. He lost it all. Then he got angry at the second, on the second son. And he took the stick, and he beat him, and he sent him to exile again. Omar, then he said, I know who did Tarbusi Bisha. He says, I raised them bad. You know, it's, it's my fault. It's not because I didn't raise them well. If I raised them well, now it's two. I must have raised them bad. Kach. 
Once the ten tribes went to exile, the Ischila Kodesh Baruchu, Oimer Lahem, as a Posigazes, Hashem started with a verse in a Sheya Zain, Posig Gimel, Oi Lahem, Kinodumimani, woe to them, for they have been moved away from me. The Kivon Shagolu Yehuda bin Yomin, but once Yehuda bin Yomin, Yerushalayim, Yehuda and bin Yomin were exiled, Kaviyochil, Omar Kodesh Baruchu, so to speak, Hashem says in Yirmiya, Perikyud Pasikutes, Oi Li Al Shivri, woe to me for my broken. In other words, he's blaming himself. Reb Shimon Lokish Omar, he gives another parable of Shimon Lokish. It's a parable of Melech Shoilish Nebonim, a king that had two sons. Kos Al Arishin, he got angry in the first one, Venotla Samakal, he took the stick, Vachabote Nebirim, Upirper, and he went into convulsions, Vamesh, and he died. So he started to lament over him. He was crying over him. Then he got angry in the second one. He took again the stick. He beat him up. And he went into convulsions and he died. Omar, he says, Now already, he says, I don't have any more koyach to cry. I have no more koyach to lament. Call the criers, the we have the hired Mekoinenois, those who will lament, and let them come. When the ten tribes went into exile, the Ischil Mekoinenalayim, so then he started to lament over them, as it says in Omus, Perik Hei Posek Aleph. Shimuas Adovara Zeasher Anoichin Noisa Leichem Kino Beis Yisrael. Listen to this matter that I am carrying upon you, this lamentation, house of Israel. But the Kivon Shagolu Yehuda bin Yomin. But after Yehuda bin Yomin went to exile, Kaviyochlam Rakodesh Baruch Hu, so to speak, Hashem says, Ma'at Embi Koyach Likoyin Aleim. Now I don't have any more strength to lament over you. Hadodiksiv. That's why it says in the pasuk in Yirmiyo, Periktas Pasuk Gazayin, Kiru Lamekoyinenos. Call the Lamekoyinenos, those professional lamenters, those who do that with the Maharno. Let them quickly come. Let them raise upon us that morning. Now it says, All the verses say upon us. Hashem is including Himself in all of these lamentations. He's including Himself. It doesn't say over here on them. Uh, because in the first passage that He quoted before, he said, That was you, that was for the Yid, that was for the first son. But over here, it's, he's including himself. He says, It says, Upon us. For me and for them. Hashem is crying for himself as well. And then further, verse says, It doesn't say, Their eyes shall shed tears. Our eyes will shed tears. Which is, so to speak, Hashem and them, both of them will be shedding tears. And further it says, And their eyes shall drip with water. Again, it doesn't say, It doesn't say their eyes will drip with water, or their eyes will drip with water. It's our minds and theirs. So Hashem is in it with us. Rabbonon say, another example, can equate this, Lamelech, a king who had 12 sons, 
two of them died. So he started to comfort himself with the ten that were left over. Then another two died. So he started to comfort himself with the eight. Then another two died. Then he started comforting himself with six. Then another two died. He started to comfort with four. And the other two died. So he started to comfort himself at least with the two that live over. And once they all died, then he began to lament over them.